0: Steph Curry with the shot. Been cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 112 of Curry in the Pot. Yes, this is episode number 112 of Curry in the Pot. I'm your host, I'm your guy Mike Curry, and I'm back here and I'm back again with another episode. I'm recording on a Saturday evening this time around. And um right now What's going on? Is the college football playoff is officially here, so I get to touch on that a little bit. And um, right now, Oklahoma is getting destroyed, fifty-six to twenty-eight in the fourth. Um, yeah, I mean, I had run I, I mean, I knew Oklahoma was gonna lose. I knew LSU was gonna win. So not really surprised there. But I am gonna touch on the college football playoff uh, in a little bit. But um, wow, this is the last. Saturday of 2019 that I'm recording on, Saturday, December 28th, and wow, not only is it the end of another year, but it is the end of a decade, and it's just, it's just wow, man, so much stuff has happened in the world of sports, so much stuff has happened in life general, Um, but it is the end of the decade, man, and speaking of the end of the decade, I was blessed to be a part of panel with my guy Jalen Hunter, host of the Unpopular Podcast, and two more of his, um, two more of his fellow colleagues, um, shout out to Terrence, shout out to Wilson, and we were on a panel and we talked about just the biggest moments of the decade in sports, man. We talked about... Um, the Cavaliers winning the 2016 Championship coming back down from 3-1, uh, KD joining the Warriors, LeBron's decision, uh, Tiger Woods winning the Masters, um, Kobe's last game, the CB3 veto Trace so much stuff. So when that drops, and it will be dropping on New Year's Eve, make sure I go check that out. I will be, of course, sharing it and posting it everywhere. So just stay tuned for that, man. Big shout-out to Jalen, man. Uh, shout-out to everybody that was a part of it, man. Um, but, yeah, man. Wow. 2019 is almost over, but the 2019 NFL season is almost over. And, of course, we're going to talk about that. Um, week 16 is in the books. We have one more week of regular season, so I'm here for that. Uh, next week, I will be joining my guy, B. Jones. And we're going to talk... Um, you know, recap of the season, and of course, you know, postseason predictions, award predictions, stuff of that nature. But yeah, man, I hope you guys had a very Merry Christmas. I hope you guys enjoyed the holidays with your family. I hope you guys got good gifts. I hope you guys did some giving this holiday season because that's what it's all about. Um, but here, let's go, man. Let's get into business as usual. And last week, last weekend, I think I touched on a couple of these games, but. Wow, unless you just scored again, <laughs> but um, we had a triple header on Saturday last week for the NFL, and this triple header included the Bucks and the Texans. The Texans won that game 23 to 20. I talked about that. Patriots and Bills, Patriots won 24 17. Let me hop into that because when I did record last week's episode. I was, it was halftime in that game. It was tied 10 to 10. Patriots ended up winning 24 to 17. They won the AFC East for the 11th straight year. That is, that is, I mean, AFCs it hasn't always been good. I mean, this year you have the Bills that are good. But a few years, man, the Jets were actually good when they had Mark Sanchez. That's back on Rex Ryan with the coach. They had Darrell Reeves, Bart Scott. Um, players of that nature on the defensive side of the ball. Um, the Bills they they had a nice little run, a wild card run, a couple of years ago, and they're doing it again this year. Um, Dolphins were in the playoffs a few years ago, but um yeah, it's been a while. But one thing that has always remained constant and remained the same is New England Patriots winning that division for the 11th straight year. Like that's just crazy. That's that type of dominance is unheard of, man. It Really is. So. Shout-out to the Patriots. Um, in this game, Tom Brady had one touchdown, had 271 yards passing. They were able to get the run game going, um, something that has been a little bit of a weakness for them, but they were able to get the run game going in this game. Uh, Sony Michelle had 96 yards on the ground. Um, Rex Burkhead scored a rushing touchdown. I think they just wanted to hurry up and get out of there, man. I think they just wanted to get that win. And and they did, man. Shout-out to New England, bro. Uh, on the flip side for the Bills, um, they currently sit at 10 and 5. They're gonna make the playoffs. And um their defense is good as a whole, but their run defense isn't that great. Um we saw it in the Eagles game, um, where Miles Sanders ran all over them. Jordan Howard, I believe he had a nice rushing game uh there as well. But uh final score in this one twenty four to seventeen. Next game. We had a 49ers in the Rams. And I thought I thought if the Rams didn't win this one And maybe if they still would have won this one. If their season was over. But I just thought that the 49ers would win. I did get this game correctly. Um, Final score in this one was 34-31. The Rams actually came out. And they put up a fight, man. They jumped out. uh, They were up 14-3. Then they were also up 21-10. Jared Goff threw a a, a critical interception in this one. Um, And it was actually a pick six. And... I just don't know what happened to the Rams, bruh. We were talking about this a little bit uh, before the panel today. And we were just talking about how the contracts are bad. I brought that up. And another guy, he brought up the Dominican Sue. um, They let him walk. He's a 49ers fan. They let him walk. And um, that was a nice little one-two punch on the D-line. You had Sue and Aaron Donald. And those are two of the strongest men in the whole league. And they can definitely eat up some blocks. But the Rams just really fell off, man. Jared Goff, to me, he just isn't that guy. I said he should give 10% of his whole contract to Sean McVay because Sean McVay made him. Um, We look at his rookie season. He was banned. The head coach, Jeff Fisher. But once McVay got there, things started to take off, man. And... Yeah, I think he's well overpaid. He doesn't deserve the money that he's getting. And that's going to eventually hurt the team in the long run. The Todd Gurley contract is bad. Uh, they can't get out of that contract until 2022. Although he has been running the ball really good as of late, I still don't think that contract is ideal. Also, Brandon Cooks, he doesn't have a really good contract. His contract is bad. He's getting paid like a one, but he's really. He might even be the third best receiver on the team. I think Cooper Cup is definitely the best Robert Woods he has his games. And, yeah, Brandon Cooks, he just, I mean, he's a deep threat, but he's just not really, he don't he's not as good as his salary. But, but hey, man, he's probably making more money than I'll ever see or ever touch. But I digress. But, um. Yeah, final score in this one was thirty four to thirty one. Sorry about your Rams, mom. Moving on to the Sunday sleet. We had a lot of interesting games. Um one being the Dolphins and the Bengals. Now I was hesitant picking this one last week. And um this game was wild, bro. This game was really wild. Um at the top of the fourth quarter, the Dolphins were up thirty five to twelve and the Bengals went on and scored three straight touchdowns and ultimately tied the game on a Hail Mary type of pass from Andy Dawn to Tyler Eifert to tie the game up and send it to overtime. I thought the Bengals would get it. I thought they would get it, man. I, I kinda wanted them to win this game just so the Dolphins could um have the second pick. Cause I just I I think the Redskins might screw this Chase Young thing up if they do get him, but that's neither here nor there right now, but I'll talk about that a little later. You know, once things really start to happen and once the draft really nears. But, um, yeah, man, this is a little foreshadowing for that moment. But uh, the final score in this one was 38-35. to 35. Next game. We had the Jets taking on the Steelers, and this was a revenge game for Le'Veon Bell, who we know was on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, He was franchise-tagged. Didn't sign the franchise tag, didn't report, he shot out all of last year. We know James Conner had that nice year, stepping in for Le'Veon Bell. And uh, Le'Veon Bell went to the Jets, got the guaranteed money he was looking for. Uh, In this game, though, he wasn't spectacular. I mean, they did enough for the the Jets to win, I'll say that. Um, Sam Donald threw a touchdown, Le'Veon Bell only had 72 yards on the ground, had a couple of catches that were mixed in there. Um, The Steelers, man, they went from Mason Rudolph to Duck Hodges, and Mason Rudolph ended up getting hurt. So, Doug Hodges had to come back in the game. Mason Rudolph, I believe, is out for the year. Um, This has been a wacky, weird year for the Steelers. Um, You know, losing Ben Roethlisberger, losing Juju Smith-Schuster for multiple weeks. Same thing with James Conner, who's been in and out of the lineup. So... That's, it's tough, man. It's tough because I, I thought the Steelers would definitely be good. But obviously, when you lose their three best guys on offense, it's tough. But final score in this one was 16-10 to 10 Jets. Next game. We had the Redskins taking on the Giants. And this one was a thriller. Another thriller, man. So, let me say this real quick. Experts were calling this... The, these four games, we had the Bengals and the Dolphins. Well, these two games, these four teams, rather. The Bengals and the Dolphins, the Redskins and the Giants. They were calling this the Chase Young Bowl. I, I, I was able to hang out with Chase Young last weekend. Uh, he was home um, for a little bit. and uh, But we didn't really talk about this. I didn't talk about this to him, but I talked about this to his father and, and my dad as well. And We were like, wow, man, this is the Chase Young Bowl, man. Because you had the Giants taking on the Redskins. Um, the loser would have had the second pick, um, that being the Redskins. And and this game was wild. <laughs> it went to overtime. I kind of think that the Giants were trying to lose on purpose because in the first half, they were scoring nonstop on the Redskins. Daniel Jones had five touchdowns in this game. Sigmo Barkley had like 100 yards in the first half. And they just took their foot off the gas, man. Um... Yeah, they were up 14 going into the fourth quarter, and they didn't even score in the fourth. And the Redskins ended up tying the game and going to overtime. I was actually hoping the Giants would lose, but that didn't happen. The game ended on a Caden Smith three-yard pass from Daniel Jones, and the Giants won this one, man. Final score 41-35. to and I picked this one incorrectly, too. I, I I wanted the Redskins to win, and I also thought they could, and they had a chance, man. As like I said, they went into overtime, but uh, final score, forty-one to thirty-five. Next game, we had the Colts taking on the Panthers, and this game was kind of a no-brainer. Um, it was a coaching mismatch, and it was an it was also uh, the Panthers. Starting Will Greer, who they drafted um, out of West Virginia, and he was not good in this game. He threw three interceptions. Um, and this this game was just really never closed, bro. Like <laughs> I don't really know what to say, man. Like the coach, they did nice. They did some nice work on the ground, I guess. They ran all over them, but um, they they controlled the whole entire flow and pace of this game. From start to finish. And that's why the score was 38-6. to Next game. We got the Browns. Taking on the Ravens. Um, This was the final game. For Lamar Jackson's MVP campaign. As he is going to. Sit out. The regular season finale. Against the Browns. I'm sorry. Not against the Browns. The Steelers rather. They just beat the Browns. But um, this was the final game for Lamar Jackson, um, and the Ravens won their 11th straight. Lamar Jackson had three passing touchdowns, also had 100 yards on the ground. Let me read you guys his final stats for the season for this MVP campaign of his. So, for 15 games, and his record was 13-2, um, he had 3,100 yards passing, 36 touchdowns, six interceptions very very impressive and then on the ground he had 1200 rushing yards and seven rushing touchdowns so very very impressive stats by Lamar Jackson and uh, I think he's definitely going to be the MVP Um, I'll be shocked but um moving right along man Next game, we had the Falcons and the Jaguars, and the final score in this one was 24 to 12. Um, I pretty much thought that the Falcons would get this one done, um, and I just thought the Jaguars, man, definitely on the decline. Um, Their head coach, Doug Marone, got fired, which I alluded to last week. I said, I think uh, he's going to get fired at the end of the season, so... There are reports that he will be dismissed after tomorrow's game. Um, and the Falcons, man, although they did win, I'm still disappointed on how they were this year. As you all know, if you listen to me, um, I thought this team would have won a division this year. Or definitely would have been a wild card team. But that was not the case. Um, but they did get a win here, man. 24-12 final score. Next game, we had the Titans taking on the Saints. The Titans were actually really working with the Saints, man, early on. Um, And they had a big lead, man. They jumped out on them 14-0. And I wouldn't say a big lead, but they jumped out on them 14-0 at the end of the first quarter. So they did get up on them. Um, So I thought I was a little worried initially. Um, But for the Saints, man, uh, Drew Brees, three touchdowns. Michael Thomas 12 catches 136 yards. He broke Marvin Harrison's single-season receptions record um, of 144 catches, and he broke that record through 15 games. Crazy, and um, and he did it in some and some of those games. Drew Brees didn't even play, so that's also impressive. Um, but yeah, Michael Thomas, man, he always gets open, man. He's like a 711, man. He's always open. Uh, but final score in this one, 38 to 28 next game with the Chargers taking on the Raiders. I actually thought the Chargers would get it done, man. But I don't know why I believed in them. Um but the Raiders, man, their playoff hopes are still alive, which is really really ridiculous. So, which kept their playoff hopes alive is that in week 16 They needed to to beat the Chargers. They needed the Ravens to beat the Browns. They needed the Jets to beat the Steelers. The Saints to beat the Titans. And the Colts to beat the Panthers. In week 17, they have to win their game versus the Broncos. They need the Browns to beat the Bengals. The Ravens to beat the Steelers. The Texans to beat the Titans. And the Colts to beat the Jaguars. So they actually have a small chance of making it in. And this is going to be wild. I'm going to be really, really looking to see if it happens. Um, that's the least that he could do. I mean, they, they could do after losing their final um, home game in the black hole, even though they would obviously play on the road as a wild card team, but that's the least they could do. But they did beat the Chargers, like I said, 24 to 17. And I just don't know what's been going on with the Chargers. This is one of my biggest disappointments of the year. Yes, I know Derwin James missed like the first two months of the season. But this team is very talented in other areas, and I'm just disappointed. Um, next game, we had the Broncos taking on the Lions. And I don't want to say this was an easy game to pick, but probably one of my more easy games to pick. Um, final score in on this one was 27-17. Drew Locke uh, got the start again for Denver. He's probably going to be... Uh, the guy going forward, he had a touchdown in this game. Phillip Lindsay had a rushing touchdown on the ground. And, yeah, uh, final score, 27-17. To Not too much to talk about from this game. Uh, next game, Seahawks and Cardinals. Um, I thought the Seahawks already needed to get this one. But this shows me um, some promise. Um, for the for the Cardinals going forward, man, Kyler Murray. Even though he got hurt in this game, um, he's been having a good, quiet year. Very quietly, um, you know. Doing some rookie things, having rookie mistakes, of course, but he's been having a really solid year as a rookie. Um, the big story for the Cardinals, though, was their acquisition of Kenyon Drake, and he's been really, really good, man. He had 24 carries, 166 yards on the ground, had two touchdowns. He's been really, really good. Um, they're going to have to make some uh, financial decisions in the offseason. Uh, maybe move on from David Johnson, who was really, really good a couple of years ago, but he's sort of fallen off, and I think they phased him out of the offense. And out of Arizona completely um but I like the Cardinals man going forward I think uh, in the draft um if they go after and draft CeeDee Lamb I think that will be a perfect fit for the Cliff Kingsbury air raid type of offense and give Kyler Murray another weapon because uh Larry Fitzgerald may hang it up soon uh Kristen Kirk is there but they need a few more weapons so I think CeeDee Lamb would be really really good um But a final score in this one was 27-13 Seahawks. I thought this could have been a big win for them um, as they try to, you know, get some position in the playoffs. Um, But final score, 27-13. Next game, we had the Eagles taking on the Cowboys. And I actually, actually picked Dallas last week. And I can't believe I didn't. I can't believe I did it. Final score in this one was 17-9 Philly. Um, that Prescott was awful in this game. Let's just call it what it is. Let's not sugarcoat it. Um, if he's that guy, if he's supposed to get the big contract, um, he, he might have lost himself. I think he did lose himself some money and some leverage in this um, because there was a deal in place reportedly, but he turned it down. And I think he's going to get franchise tag, definitely. Um well, it looks like they're not going to make the playoffs, man. The Eagles, they win. They beat the Giants. They get in. If they lose and the Cowboys win, then the Cowboys get in. But uh, I'm, I'm expecting the Eagles to beat the Giants, man. They're they're already in playoff mode, so I'm expecting it to happen. Final score in this one was 17-9. Um, they shut down Ezekiel Elliott. His longest rush was 10 yards. Um, Amari Cooper only had four catches for 24 yards. Against that secondary... This is, I, this is what I understand. Dwayne Haskins had a really good game against the Eagles secondary. I just don't get it. I really don't. But yeah, man, I, I just don't understand. <laughs> um, Moving right along the Sunday night cap, we had my Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Chicago Bears, and the Chiefs actually look really dominant in this game. The defense is playing really sound and really good the last few weeks, Um, which is, you know, as you know, this that's their Achilles' heel. That's always been their Achilles' heel for quite some time. Um, but the defense has been playing pretty stout lately, um, holding the Chargers to 17, holding the Raiders to 9, holding the Patriots to 16, holding the – oh, that's the Broncos. Broncos to three in a snow game. Um, but holding the Bears to three in Chicago, I think that speaks some volume. I hope it's sustainable. I don't know if it is. I don't know if it will be. But I like what I saw, man. I actually watched that entire game. Patrick Mahomes, Patrick LeVon Mahomes II, had two touchdowns in this game. Um, hooking up with Travis Kelsey on one of those. And he also had a, um, a Russian touchdown in this game. So, go Chiefs, man. Like my old neighbor would say, man. Go Chiefs. Um, In the Monday Nighter, we had the Packers and the Vikings on Monday Night Football. I picked this one incorrectly. Um, I shouldn't even have done this to myself. I shouldn't have, but I, I picked, I picked her Cousins to win a nationally televised game, a game of Monday Night Football where he was always, um, where he was winless. 0-8, now he's 0-9, sorry about that. And, uh, yeah, he's now 0-9 on Monday Night Football. I don't even know why I did that. But let me say this about the Packers. I do not think they're as scary as their record is. They're 12-3, but it's not scary. They, they, look at their schedule. Their signature wins come against the Cowboys, the Raiders. And, you know, you beat the Vikings. I think it's cool, but I think the Vikings are going to always go as far as Kirk Cousins go. And, yeah, I I, I definitely think that's the case. They're a finesse team, um, but they got smacked around by, you know, the other elite team in the NFC, the 49ers. Um, they barely beat the chiefs um, without Patrick Mahomes. So yeah man, I just don't think they're as scary as their record actually is. but let's go ahead and predict these games for week 16. Um, the final week of the season, the final Saturday and final final Sunday I'm sorry of 2019. let's go ahead and hop right into it. All right we have first game of the Sunday slate. We have the Browns at the Bengals. I'm going to take the Cleveland Browns to get it done uh, in their underachieving season on a high note. I'm going to take Cleveland. Next game, we got the Dolphins at Patriots. I'm going to take New England, obviously, for obvious reasons. Um, next game, Bears at Vikings. Um, Dalvin Cook has been ruled out. Um, mm, this game might be more interesting than people think. I'm gonna actually take the Bears. Wait, no, no. I'm gonna take. <laughs> I'm gonna take the Vikings. I'm gonna take the Vikings. They 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 gotta bounce back from what just happened. Uh, give, give me the Vikes. Um, next game: Chargers at Chiefs in Arrowhead. Um, this is a big game for the Chiefs. They could move up in playoff position and possibly get a bye. Uh, I like the Chiefs to win this one. Next game: Jets at Bills. Gonna give me give me Buffalo. Next game: Packers at Lions in Detroit. At Ford Field, I'm going to take Green Bay. Even though what I just said about the Packers is true, I'm still going to take them in this game. Next game, Saints at Panthers. I'm going to take New Orleans. New Orleans, baby. <laughs> I'm going to take the Saints. Um, next game, Falcons at Buccaneers. If James Winston had all of his weapons, like Mike Mike Evans and um, Chris Godwin, I would probably for sure take the Buccaneers. But um, give me Atlanta in this game next game eagles at giants a must win for the eagles win and get in i'm gonna take philly it's playoff time for them they're in playoff mode already they have guys that have been here and they know what to do man it's winning time give me the eagles next game titans at texans um i don't know if i should use the will fuller theory today but I think I might have to. Um, Will Fuller isn't active in this game. Um, and I just think the Texans are a different team without him. I don't really know uh, about the health of Derrick Henry. But uh, give me give me the Titans. Next game, Redskins at Cowboys. I'm going to take Dallas. Um, obviously, they're playing at the same time as the Eagles are playing. So it's not like they could decide who they're going to rest. They're going to they're gonna give it all they got, man. and Just hope that the Eagles lose. Um, give me Dallas. Next game, Steelers at Ravens. RG3 will be starting. Um, A good amount of their players are going to rest, but I still like the Ravens. Next game, Colts-Jaguars. I'm going to take the Colts. Doug Marone did get fired. I don't know if that's going to light a fire underneath. I didn't mean no pun intended. I don't know if there's gonna lot of fire underneath for the Jaguars players and they may, you know, come out and play more free. But I'm gonna take the Colts. Next game, Raiders, Broncos. I'm gonna take Oakland. Next game, Cardinals at Rams. This is actually an interesting one, but I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Rams. Hmm. Um, yeah, give me the Rams. Next game, 49ers and Seahawks, the Sunday night cap. Ooh. Ooh. Um. The Seahawks did win the first meeting between these two. Ooh, this is going to be a go on Russell Wilson on primetime, too. He loved to see it. I'm going to take San Francisco, though. I'm going to take San Francisco. And uh that just about wraps it up, man. Um. Oh, college football playoff. I'm going to talk about that. Um, LSU, they just blew Oklahoma out of the water. <laughs> they really did. Um, Joe Burrow threw eight touchdowns in this game. You heard that right. Joe Burrow just threw eight touchdowns. Uh, final score was 63-28. to 28. And the next game is the Ohio State Buckeyes going up against the Clemson Tigers. Um, I'm going to be tuned in. And I'm glad I'm wrapping this up at the perfect moment and perfect time. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the. <laughs> I'm hoping Ohio State wins. I'm not doing any picks, but uh, you guys know how I feel. I hope Ohio State wins. Um, Ohio State hasn't seen a quarterback like Trevor Lawrence, but on the flip side, the Clemson Tigers haven't seen a team like the Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, so I'm just hoping for the best, man. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get back in here before the end of the decade, but I want to thank everybody who's been rocking with me since I started this thing, man. Since I started back in 2017, I really appreciate all the continued love and support, man. I'm 112 episodes down. I got at least a thousand more to give to you guys. So I appreciate all the continued love and support. This is Mike Curry signing out. A happy new year to everybody. Episode number 112 is done. Peace.